No, I heard that last one Tyler did. Did you? Okay. <laughs> that <Yeah>. works for <laughs> me. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think that was going to work. It's going to be so easy to sync. <laughs> Just use the fifth clap. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Great. Watch it. I picked up the first one and we just sat here clapping for 10 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Someone has to applaud us. You were saying, Greg. Hey, fellas. Hi. Oh. I was trying to do the Tyler thing. How'd that go? Yeah. Hey, guys, what's bald and beautiful and has a beard? My Jesus. butt. Oh, why does oh, uh, Greg? We'll talk about why your beard has no. a butt after these wonderful stories that we're going to get into for the people. Yeah, uh, welcome to our what is this, Nanner News uh, Nine? I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. The this week Nanner News is brought to you by. Uh, we're still coasting off that spare change. Um, that was yeah. Rocking. He threw a whole couple of cents at us and. This bit is suddenly becoming not worth it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so uh, speaking of bits, uh, when you take a little bit of a news article and put it at the top, it is called a... Headline with who wants bananas? Headline. Headline. It sure is. God Damn it, Greg. I may be socially distanced, but my humor is always present. That's true. I need to re-gift it. Yep, you can't take it down. And speaking <laughs> of things that are uh, going down and being taken down, uh, Amazon had a big old problem with their servers. <laughs> so, yes, Amazon's servers went down, which, for those who don't know, Amazon's servers power a lot of the internet. A huge chunk of it. So... Uh, because we're living in the day and age of connected things, everything's connected to the internet and the cloud. Uh, vacuums were having trouble working. Uh, people's video doorbells weren't working very well. Yeah, uh, there, there were a lot of things happening that were just kind of dumb. Um, because like, why is your floor so dirty? Internet's out. I can't vacuum my floor. <laughs> is the yeah. most twenty twenty sentence. You could possibly think of. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, it's crazy to think about, though, that we have so many things that we take for granted being connected to the internet for us to use. And as soon as something like that happens, where there's an interruption to the service and all of a sudden everything stops working, everybody's like, fuck, I don't know how to vacuum. What's going on? Well, that, I think the biggest thing is, like, it, it I think it wouldn't, wouldn't put them off their base stations. Um, people's doorbells wouldn't work if they were running like, um, smart light fixtures, those wouldn't turn on. Uh, so that's the downside of having one. So is it just like Alexa, turn on the lamp? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, Bezos Jeff said Bezos, no. Jeff I'm Bezos, his voice comes over the Alexa and goes, no, no, you I can't do that. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't feel like it right now. Not anymore. These are mine now. Yep. So. This is mine. Your house is mine. The so. lights are mine. Yeah, you're just driving down one day and like your little touchscreen GPS, you just it's Bezos' face and he goes, this is my car now. <laughs> and it just he just takes control of it. <laughs> and just 10 minutes of just nothing. Just drives you to an Amazon hiring facility. Hey. Do you have a self-driving car? No, I have a Bezos driving car. What's oh. that mean? Uh, <laughs> that means I barely have a car. <laughs> <laughs> it means my car takes me where Bezos wants me to go. 
That's so Bezos. That is so Bezos. <laughs> that might be somehow the weirdly longest running joke that we have because somehow it's never going to go away. Something in our episode ties back so to so Bezos. Ties back to Bezos every time. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of self-driving cars, I just happened to bring That's it up weirdly. The enough. cleanest segue. Yeah, that was honest <laughs> to God perfect. We do more of those. No. Yeah, you're right. That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> oh, thank so, you. Um, so Bezos. KFC is now using self-driving cars to deliver food in, is it China? I believe it is. Let me... Yeah, yes. I think that's what this article is saying. Yeah, they... It's... They have a whole fleet of them. They have an adorable little fleet of, like... They're, like... Imagine, like, you, you've been around the city before. You know what a hot dog cart looks like? Imagine that, but, like... As if it was meant to look like a car. It's basically that. It's adorable. Is it the same size as like one of those carts? It's, so it's not pretty like the size close. Of a full car? It's not a full size car. It's driving oh. on the sidewalk in these pictures on the on the article, which will be linked in our social media as well. But if you were a cop, wouldn't you pull that over every time and take the chicken? <laughs> I think that's <laughs> theft. But yeah. Yeah, it is. They're they're a little tiny. They're they're running around Shanghai. Um, if it gets into an accident, is it called a hit and chicken run? <laughs> oh, what a zinger, Greg! What a reference to like an early two thousand. Well, we movie. know it's KFC, so that car will never run out of oil. <laughs> I mean, at least we'll always know why the chicken finally crossed the road. <laughs> I do a but um but I don't have a drumstick. But that car is full of them. <laughs> uh, you guys, we need to have a plan. I'm tired of you guys just winging it. <laughs> this whole bit has been painful. <laughs> uh, we're we're not doing our breast. We need to. We really need to. <laughs> but not the, yeah. So basically, that Buck and I are just all thighs. <laughs> you guys are running quite a foul now. <laughs> Yeah, guys, we have to make these jokes. That's the only way to make that bread crumb. <laughs> Look, these are all bad, but I think everyone can feather the storm here. It's all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's all gravy. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. I was just about <laughs> to say that. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so, so yeah, KFC's got some self-driving delivery vehicles in China. <laughs> people, it's very punful. It's people, great. People, people scan QR codes. They get the menu. It's great. And Greg, speaking of sidewalks. I really thought you were going to keep going with that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I thought you were talking about the Shell Silverstein type of sidewalk where, like the sidewalk, my laughter just ended. No. No. There. But speaking of Shell Silverstein sidewalk. <laughs> Seriously, uh, you took Tyler's let's talk about, setup and had to turn it into Bezos. your own. Oh, God. Um, Bezos is, is facing a problem because uh, there's a privacy issue going on, um, which basically turns their devices into networks that owners, what, have to opt out of? That it's automatically set up to network? Yes. Basically, if you have uh, Alexa devices or Alexa-enabled devices, they will connect to other Alexa devices that are on networks and create sort of a mesh network between those devices. And people are not thrilled about it um, because it's an, like you said, it's an opt-out service. So, if, well, let me ask you this, just because I'm curious on it. What's the negative to that? Aside from the fact that the mesh network now has access to your home Wi-Fi. 
That's well, the I'm assuming that if your network, right. if your Alexa devices are connecting to your neighbors, that your network now becomes vulnerable and potentially people could get into it. And there has already been issues in the, the pretty recent past that people's houses and home networks have been vulnerable from these smart devices. So now opening these smart devices kind of directly to effectively whoever is a terrible idea. Um, You're not wrong. Considering that Amazon-enabled homes include everything from, like we said, doorbells to light bulbs to security systems True. to always there. The the cameras, we, we talked in an episode before about having like oh, sorry, a the screaming drone. Sorry. <laughs> the always home. Yeah, people, <laughs> people can pop a drone out and take a look at the inside of your house like... It, it, I mean, you hear it coming, though. It's screaming the whole way down the hallway. But it's true. It's just going. Uh, <laughs> uh, that has to be my hands down favorite bit we ever did. It it shares a portion of your Internet bandwidth, which is pooled together to provide these services to you and your neighbors. When more neighbors participate, the network becomes stronger. Fuck my neighbors. That's so sketchy. I don't like my That's neighbors. so sketchy. Right? I have That's a so Bezos. I have. I have a really long <laughs> Wi-Fi password for a reason. Can confirm. Um, it By sharing a small portion of their home network bandwidth, neighbors give a little but get a lot in return. What do we get, though? I don't know. Like, I don't want to know what my fucking neighbor is doing at 8 o'clock in the morning. Like, is that what I'm getting from this? Because I don't want that. Unless I'm getting no, something I think you're tangible, just getting a more, I don't care. A more solid internet network. No, my internet w- network's great though, because it's in my house. Right, like it. It's I don't. I don't like it. Like yeah, mine's good. My, I mean, mine's okay. It, it does go down. Like oh, I, I mean, I have trouble with it. Like every three days, but but speaking of three days, um, there. I'm sure everybody has heard about the uh, monolith that has appeared and then disappeared and then reappeared across the country, today. mind you, or not the across country, the, the globe. Yeah. yeah, it's on the other across side of the, the world. world. So. Now, I just there was a large silvery thingy, and from what I've heard, this thing people thought it might have been from Westworld, like they had like left a set piece behind. But then some people thought it might have been an art installation that someone's been picking up and moving around. I've heard that, and as some well. people think it's aliens. So I was actually reading an article earlier today before we actually got to the office, um, and it was basically saying how the night that the monolith was removed, there was a, a couple of people that were there taking pictures of it and doing all this whatever the fucking stuff they were doing. Um, and a couple of people came up to it and, like, just straight up, like, they pushed it over and dismantled the whole thing and then left with it. And they were like, just make sure you leave no trace of it anywhere. But, like, so it was, it was found, the coordinates were leaked online, this monolith, and people went to go see it like crazy and then it disappeared and it was gone how long was it gone for like a couple of days basically i think about three days and then it shows up in romania like this was it was originally in utah in the united states um and it then in three days after it disappeared it shows up in romania now three days is enough time to go from utah to romania so somebody's clearly moving it around but yeah, people, the internet really... Uh, they ran with it. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they... As the internet does, they took it and people just people want to know what it is. They determined that the... Also, just uh, for our viewers that are just joining us, I want us uh, wanted to introduce them to our longest ever deep dive about streaming. 
Um, so thank you for joining us. Good. All right. Because it says it says deep dive streaming below you. So uh, yeah. You didn't change the thing. Great. You know, now I have to leave it in there. I could have fixed it in post. <laughs> it's really easy <laughs> to fix in post. I'll just delete that part. All right, perfect. Um, there yeah, you know, absolutely. Just, just so yeah, we'll, so we'll, uh, be curious to see where it shows up next. I'm going to guess that it shows up in Japan. That's my guess. Well, Ireland. It's been popping up near, uh, like historical sites. Apparently, is because at least that's what people are speculating. I don't know what the deal was where with where it was in Utah. It was in this canyon, I guess. Um, but it's near. In, in Romania, where it is currently, I believe it's still there, at the time of this recording at least, um, it's near a forest which has ruins that were supposedly destroyed by the Romans, but people, they're like, the ruins are still there from a city in this forest. So it's like a couple of meters outside of this forest where those ruins are located, is what I was reading about when it reappeared. So it's pretty cool if it is just some rich dude is just moving this thing around like props man like yeah. that's it's harmless it's getting people's attention do something with it you know make it into something good to help people <laughs> i don't know how but you got time someone someone make metal good do it <laughs> weird and shiny make well, it fix things according to some people metal is not good because metal does make coins but people are shying away from using metal coins now in favor of digital currency mm, like bitcoin like crypto and uh speaking of that stuff uh facebook is i guess relaunching or officially launching libra because libra i thought it's been out for a while um which is a, a, a new digital currency. Uh, it's been digital currency has been really popular lately. I wish I had kept my bit part of my Bitcoin that I had had last year when it was like three thousand yeah. dollars. and now it's like twenty thousand dollars. That would have been really cool. Um, but yeah, so Facebook, it's still a little sketchy. I mean, fa Facebook has a lot of privacy issues, and to be going out there with a cryptocurrency. I don't know if I want to be a part of that. It's a bold thing. Because, see, here's the thing with cryptocurrency that a lot of people don't understand. Um, and admittedly, I'm not a huge expert on it myself, but I've dabbled a little bit back when Bitcoin was a craze, when the it was tr like tripling in value. But Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as a whole are unregulated. They are ridiculously volatile. Um, and they're not usually easily tracked. So it's... It's very difficult to ensure that you're getting what you're paying for and that, you know, all, all of the safety nets that we have with uh, going through banks and things like that, you don't have with cryptocurrency. And then giving it to a conglomerate like Facebook, conglomerate might not be the best word, but this massive corporation like Facebook and having them create their own thing to be used or purchased through, I'm assuming, their social media platform is not going to be a great thing. I don't think there's going to be a lot of negatives that come from this. I have no doubt. So it they so they came out with that not too long ago saying they're they're going to relaunch because they had a bunch of investors that pulled out early or late 2019, early 2000. Um people weren't thrilled about it as Greg mentioned cuz Facebook Facebook's scary. Um Facebook is a lot of things and good is not one of them. So so now they're really so Libra, the Libra Association uh uh is who is running it. 
uh, they're rebranding and going to be putting out uh, renaming as DM, D-I-E-M. I was pronouncing uh, it Dime. Uh, and I, I assume like Carpe Diem. Oh, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So they're going to, they're going to, I guess, really scale it down. I imagine the rebrand is to make it so you can't Google DM and see that it's immediately owned by Facebook as opposed to Libra Crypto that would immediately link to Facebook. Yeah, true. Um, but now I guess it's going to be uh, a single coin backed by the U.S. dollar where Libra was initially supposed to be backed by multiple currencies. Um, so it's going to be weird. Uh, it's So the DM, according to them, the DM project will provide a simple platform for financial tech innovation to thrive and enable consumers and businesses to conduct instantaneous, low-cost, highly secure transactions. Mm. All right. I guess that makes sense, but what's the catch? Because that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Right. No, and I get that because, like, everything that you do online now, you leave a footprint everywhere you go, and Facebook is huge. You you are everywhere now with Facebook. True. I think this one could be backed more because, I mean, Facebook will likely back it and... Well, of course, so, Facebook's going to back it. <laughs> right, but they can likely partner with somebody. It'll it'll be interesting because especially with Google doing their thing with more financing, Apple doing more financing, like, it's it's an interesting move. Interesting for sure. I definitely didn't see it coming, truthfully. Um, we'll see what ends up happening with it. Uh, it's It could just be another mm-hmm. one of those things, you know, like Cash App or whatever. Well, you know what, um, you know what Microsoft didn't see coming? What, Greg? What did Microsoft not see coming? These nuts. Got that out. I guess. <laughs> Thanks, but also Greg. that someone found a, a little back door into the Xbox, the new mm-hmm. Xbox to yes. run emulation software. Somebody, so not even not just somebody, RetroArch. Um, and if and if anyone's familiar, oh, with, is that who it was? Yes, they. So you can oh, I didn't know you that. can download through. There's a couple methods, but I believe the most popular one is going through the developer mode on the Xbox Series X and Series S, you can download the retail version of RetroArch, and that is just an emulation, effectively an emulation operating system where you can run anything. Any retro, quote-unquote, console, and all of the games that came with it. It can run PS2 games. Mm-hmm. You can run PlayStation games yeah, on no, Xbox can, Series you X. You can run the Wii on it. Which is yeah. pretty dope. Which is absolutely wild. I imagine that Microsoft is going to try to put the shutdown on this real fast. Um, they haven't yet though. Well, they did put an update and and he came out, you know, the guy who did it came out and said that, you know, I didn't I didn't mean to violate anything. I just had this out for free and, you know, if Microsoft wants to reach out for me, I'm happy to work with them. Hint hint, give me a job, right. you know. <laughs> so, hey, but it's not it's not it's my it's Xbox's fault. I mean, it's they they, they left it yeah. open like that and the interesting part being this is so this is for obviously app developers and stuff like that because there are no that's dev- what it's intended for well there are no dev kits so like how how will microsoft then enforce that so people are developing it's the, apps it's the same thing with the the oculus quest and everything when you when you set up a developer account you can do you can backdoor the software to load things that the quest store doesn't allow you to do normally that's fair. So, so I guess I didn't realize that Microsoft has a legitimate reason to be running this. So, I don't think they're going to go in and I, I guess they could 
they would have to see what you install, but at what level are they checking individual machines? See, at that point, I don't. I think what will end up happening, if they have to do something, it's going to be a legal reason why they have to. Um, and if at that point it comes to it, they're just going to blanket fix everything. You, it, they'll they'll probably figure out the script or the source code for RetroArch and just make it so you cannot load that software via dev mode on an Xbox Series X. Period. Just just crush it entirely. It. I think it, I think this is going to develop into a lot more uh, things at this point because there's a lot of rights. Uh, arguments. There's a lot of legal ramifications. This kind of harkens back to when um, uh, uh, um hacked open the the PS3 and Sony sued. Oh, side see side loaded Microsoft onto it or something like that. Windows? No, uh, was it Windows? No, no, no. Because back in the day, Sony is that the different operating system? So Sony let you load a different operating system on there anyway. Oh, okay. He managed to crack the whole thing open to run, like, homebrew software. Oh, so, gotcha. So you could do this kind of stuff, and Sony sued him, and then the kid lost, which was bullshit. Yeah, super um, bullshit. It's one he, dude. Because he owned it. He right. owned his, PS, uh, his PS3. Nah, license agreements. That's the thing. Like, at what level do you, do you own or do you not own? Um, right. If I've paid you X amount of money for this hardware, you're saying I own it. I'm saying I own it. The right. store that I bought it from says I own it. Like the license agreement just means that I'm not going to, to me, the license agreement should mean that, hey, I'm not going to take your source code. I'm not going to take whatever this is and sell it for profit. But I can do whatever I want to this system. You've put the hardware in and I've paid you for it. Right. Like I'm not distributing anything as my own. I'm making changes to the hardware I have and distributing things for the hardware that in, in and of itself are not breaking any laws. No, because that's what PC component manufacturers do all the time. And you can do that yourself. If you buy parts, you can resell parts. Yeah. Happens all the time. Yeah. Look yeah, at the scalper market for Series and X's and PlayStation 5's. Speaking of uh, of parts that Tyler just can't let go, uh, we have to, I guess, talk about a fucking smartwatch. <laughs> he just told me about this. Again. Too. It was like this afternoon. I Ryan, do you, do you wear a watch? Uh, I have one, but I haven't worn it in a long time. Uh, right. So me neither. I don't. I don't wear one either. My wrists and, are bare. And, but but Tyler, um, who owns smartwatches generally that are 16 years old, That's I'm surprised to one. see that you put an article here about a brand new smartwatch. I it's did. unlike him. And the hilarious part is mine's dead. Um, <laughs> but no. So it, I figured it was interesting. Um, so Wise mm. has a a whole range of things they do they do a lot uh, mostly they came onto the market pretty spectacularly with their indoor cameras their home security system well not security but like surveillance systems um and they've been they've been running pretty solidly that way they now have their their locks their thermostats they have scales they have a like a Roomba style vacuum they have smart plugs they have smart bulbs so they're really trying to go into a lot of this connected market sort of deal they're launching a uh, video doorbell in the start of 2021. And the appeal with a lot of their um, products is the incredibly low price tag with the really quality um, stuff. Uh, their their customer service is fantastic, and they just kind of do a lot of things right. Um, some things are a little bit more surprising than others. So as of today, 
they announced their new smartwatch. Full color screen, nine day battery, um, heart rate monitor, blood oximeter, um, activity tracking, sleep tracking. Uh, nine day battery life. Nine day battery life, water resistance. Um, Super big screen. Pretty big, yeah. And they're charging $20 for it. Uh, it it'll be interesting. Uh, I pre-ordered one, so I'm just, uh, heads up. I'm gonna talk about it again. <laughs> when, <laughs> it's gonna. It will happen again. When when I get it, it's gonna make an appearance on the show. Um, it it looks impressive as all hell. I'm very curious about it. Um, and they so the biggest thing I think would be the coolest is it has an app designed for ways things in the home so you can turn your you can set routines you can turn your lights on turn your lights off um whatever it might be utilize all of those smart home devices you have from ways um it's just wild to see like a decent quality device like this for 20 bucks so We'll we'll keep we'll keep posted. This is this was breaking news as of like this afternoon. So, I will say the twenty dollar price tag for it is very appealing, because uh, smartwatches, as you know, Tyler, Greg, I'm sure you know as well, they get freaking expensive. <laughs> yeah, typically you don't get anything decent for sub two hundred. Um, yeah, that's but, why I ended up paying for my tick watch. Yep, uh, and they were hell. Even then, that was like that was on sale. <laughs> yeah, and even then, that's still, like, a low price for a smartwatch. Um, so, yeah, no, I, Waze, Wise. Wise. Wise, not Waze. <laughs> Wise is doing some weird stuff, and uh, I'm going to do my damnedest to keep everyone posted. Dope. Great. You 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 keep us posted. Not going to lie, I'm on the website trying to buy one right now. Oh, <laughs> Are you really? There we go. I was looking at it. I'm is not going to buy one. Is it because it's 20 bucks? <laughs> yep. It's only $20. Yeah, right? Can you but not, it's you not can... letting me do it. That's really weird. Are they sold out? They have limited stock. Okay, anyways, stock, but speaking so. of weird things. Yes. Uh, it's time to move on to our... Weird news of the week. Weird news of the week. Yes. Gasp. So to start off our weird news, uh, Tyler's going to poke at... Okay, no, I, did, I couldn't do what? it. <laughs> um, so did you guys know that Cadabra yes. wasn't able to be printed on Pokemon cards since like 2003? No, I had Why? no fucking idea. I'm glad you asked, Greg. Um, magician Yuri Geller... I did know about this. Oh, that changed immediately. <laughs> yes, uh, I did. I know uh, why too. He he sued. Uh, was it the Pokemon Company Game at the for, time? I think uh, it was either Nintendo Game, like Nintendo. People it's my who favorite owned. Pokemon too. He uh, he sued Nintendo over Kadabra because in Japanese, uh, his da, 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 the name for Kadabra was very close. Uh, it was a uh, Young Geller, is or Young Geller, Young Geller. Uh, and he, Kadabra holds a spoon. Yuri Geller is known for, he's a magician who was very much known for his spoon bending illusion. Uh, and he's, he was thinking that was a little too on the nose and a little too villainy for his liking. And he was thinking they, they kind of lifted his image. 
So he sued them, and they and I believe it was for Abracadabra and Alakazam. Because yeah, they all ran with that theme, right? Um, and yeah, but unlike him, they could actually bend spoons, right? Correct with their mind. Uh, he so he's since he's releasing the ban and he's apologizing. Because he won, he won the suit, didn't he? He's apolog- He's he's saying from from his his tweet says I'm truly sorry for what I did 20 years ago, kids and grownups. I'm releasing the ban. It's now up to Nintendo to bring my Kadabra Pokemon card back. It will probably be one of the rarest cards now. Much energy and love to you all. I highly doubt that it will be because they're going to mass produce the shit out of it. Yeah, or right. maybe they'll make just like a one a one time thing and actually call it the Yuri Geller card. Make it the new Gold Charizard, right? It could be. People with the Kadabras need to get rid of them now. Yeah, now would be the best time because you can't get them anymore. Right, like it, yeah, it, so that's, that's, I'm like, I saw the headline of uh, like, Kadabras will be back in rotation. I'm like, I didn't know they weren't. Right? <laughs> I knew that he sued them, but I did not know the outcome of it. Good. I didn't know that they had to I, stop making the cards. <laughs> Uh, un- unrelated, the new villain in the next Pokemon game's name is Yuri. <laughs> How weird is that? How weird. He just gets jumped in the first <laughs> the first ten minutes. You every time you see him, you just punch him in the head. <laughs> every time you don't even fight him with your Pokemon, you just go over and roundhouse kick him in the face <laughs> and always win. Um, speaking just of just a one hit KO. <laughs> speaking of uh. Greg, what the Go fuck ahead, did you it. bring Try us? <laughs> I don't. Greg, so I'm just going to tell the people here, we have a sheet that has like a bunch of the headline titles with their links. And we usually put like a little thing next to them just so we know what it is. So next to Greg's here, he's put in all capitals, uh, Pooptastic, with an exclamation point on the end. Greg, explain yourself. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it, Greg. <laughs> Well, I came across because I'm uh, I'm an avid cat person, uh, and I was looking at litter boxes, and I found that there's this pet AI smart uh, litter box that actually monitors your cat's crap, oh, <laughs> and gives you updates on the app on your phone about the health of your animal. So it'll it'll examine the urine and the stool, and does it with a camera. And the purpose is to give them saying, be like, hey, this doesn't look right. So, like, I'm just curious that if I went and took a dump in the litter box, <laughs> would it analyze mine and tell me if I'm healthy or not? It just looks at that and goes... It would just give an alert to be like, your cat has died and it has <laughs> produced something that is its size. <laughs> Get this, help. What's in this litter box right now is far too well, large. Like, <laughs> This is not normal. We've called the police on your behalf. (laughs) There's definitely an intruder in your house right now. Because, like, I get it. Smart smart litter boxes are great, especially the automatic ones. I love the automatic ones. But to have one that just, like, has a camera in there and it's like, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, healthy. (laughs) And, like, so I just want to go do it and be like, have it just freak out. (laughs) Be like, holy crap, dude, your cat is huge. Right, I think at that point... You have a dog. You don't have a cat. Right. The whole thing's smart connected. So eventually you're just going to hear Bezos and the thing just, yes. (laughs) Yes, that's that. Good kitty. Good. Good. It looks healthy. (laughs) Ship it to Your cat's doing great. Put it in a box. I'll get you prime shipping directly to my (laughs) stead. Who's the guy monitoring it going, 
Just Bezos. Yeah. So that's I, all it is. I like to think it was just one dude that made a, a litter box with a camera in it and goes, look, I got kicked out of people bathrooms. So like this, <laughs> this, this is all I got. This is the closest thing. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Yeah, so that's up. my litter box. Yeah, that's... Greg, please get that. I really want to for know science. what happens. It's 150 bucks, which in the grand scheme of smart litter boxes is what? high. What so, 150 I also like how this website gave it a 9.3 out of 10. I don't know on what criteria. Well, you know. <laughs> like, it's like, we said it's great. Yeah. <laughs> this tells you if you're That catch. one guy who is like, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Alexa? I like how it gives you an alert in your phone. So, like, you're just out and yeah. about. And, you can monitor it with your app. Like, holy oh, my- crap, my cat left a 10-pound shit in there? That's impressive. The cat's only eight pounds. It's got a camera. You just catch like a friend who's just drunk over one night taking a dump at <laughs> the litter box. Be like, Phil, did you do this? He's like, no. I'm like, I got the app, Phil. I can I got a see you doing it. And you are unhealthy. Just, you are low in fiber. At one point, you just see a hand come in just and just start pulling stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> huh? That'd be terrifying. Back time for daddy. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Ryan, oh save God. us! Save us from this nightmare. All right, so, all right, backstory here. So, for those who don't know, there is when it comes to building PCs, there is a brand called NZXT, and what they do is they make cases for your PC components. You put them all in there. It's what you would typically expect to see when you go to like an office desk. There's your there's your computer right there. So. NZXT has a couple of different brands. Well, not different brands. Different models of cases, and they have one called the H1. Um, And it was a semi-pre-built case that they had. It came with a bunch of different uh, components already installed, so it was a little bit easier for you. Um, But they modeled this one in particular off of the Series X, or that's what it was supposedly like. It's, It's very small, rectangular, um, monolithic even weirdly enough. So in the article, they joke. So while reports of the Xbox series X fire seem to have amounted to nothing because people were just blowing vape in it. Um, these NZXT H one PC cases were legitimately catching fire. They've since stopped the sales of these cases as they go and identify the issue. Um, it's fewer than 10 cases, but, they want to make sure that it's not an ongoing issue. So they've pulled it. it. You can't buy them right now from their website, and they're going to try and assess it. The issue appears to be, um, so in the case, there's a GPU riser. So that way you can mount the GPUs vertically in the case as opposed to horizontally, which is what you typically see. Um, and in order to mount the riser, there's two screws that connect to the PCB. And those two screws have the potential to short-circuit the board and cause an electrical fire. So they're looking to address yeah. it. So keep that in mind when you're buying NZXT. I have two cases myself. They work great. I got one as well. Greg, you have, I know you run NZXT as well. So all of their other cases mm-hmm. are totally fine. This one, they went for a more slim form factor and they were trying to space save. Hence the vertical option for the GPU. That seems to have backfired slightly with the PCB, but I'd see, it seems like it'll be a fix that they're able to do. The rest of their cases are totally fine. I've had no issues with mine. So, 
Yeah, and there hasn't, hasn't been anything else that's come out. Hopefully, they'll avoid a class action. Only they said less than ten cases have been reported so far, but it was enough for them to be like, "Hey, this is a potential issue," and they pulled it. Right. So, props Makes to them for their swift response. Makes sense. Makes sense. Great. So that was our weird news of the week. So now it's time to move on to Greg Stock Minute, honey. Greg Stock Minute, which is going to be sadly pathetic this week because I have not had a lot of time to myself. So, um, but talking about cryptocurrency, I generally avoid it. Um, if you do own something like Cash App, Cash App, you can actually buy parts or bits of it. Um, but usually I wait until it gets real, real low. Cause I remember I bought it once, you know, bought a little bit of it back when it was, you know, 8,000, 9,000, when it jumped up to, you know, 10, 11, 12, you know, I sold off what little bit I had. I think it was like 75 bucks that turned into a hundred bucks, but, um, I don't trust it in the long run. I trust it as like a short term, maybe gamble to make something, but I don't believe in it at all as a, a form of currency that will be usable. And I'm, I keep hoping that it goes away uh, and it never does. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but that's it. Good Lord. It's worth 18 K right now. Sure is. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. I it's, sold like, yeah, two I bought it when it ago. dipped down to like a thousand, like I bought like a hundred dollars worth of it and sold it when it went to like three, but I wish I'd waited to look on to 20. So join us on Saturday as we get into a deep dive about PC building. It's something that we love to do, and it's the holiday season, and things are money. And so uh, join us as we talk about ways to build, and we'll talk about our builds. So uh, in one uh, PC component, say goodbye. Ram. Money. (laughs) Hard drive. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.